working in Brisbane at the time, I was leaving home at four o'clock in the morning, start work at six, you know, finish work, do an eight, eight or nine hour shift, have a shower at work because we had pretty good facilities there. Then I'd sort of ch- kick around for a little bit. Uh, Auslan class would start at 6.30. I'd go to class, it'd finish at 8.30 and I'd be back at, on the coast in bed probably about 10 o'clock that night. G'day, g'day. Welcome to another episode of Not So Secret Dad's Business. Today I've got another return guest back with me. I have uh, the illustrious Reese Krensky with me again. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, Nate. How are you going, mate? I'm doing well, mate. I'm doing well. Thanks for coming back on the show. Uh, glad we were able to do this. You had me on your podcast a couple of weeks ago. Called, uh, your your show's called Be Real. So, Correct, mate. Yeah, that was cool to to connect with you and, and have a chat with you there. Mate, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to catch up with you. And um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting conversation today. So uh, so yeah, it's um, it's getting cold, but yeah, man, I've got, I've got the beanie and the hoodie on today. I'm I'm, I'm rugged up. You're like you're lucky. You can you got a beard. I, I, I'm I, I could grow a beard if I choose, but um, then. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll touch on that su- that subject, why I can't grow a beard later on. All right, well, look, man, I thought I'd have you on because, like, you've been lately on, on your, your socials and everything, you've been talking a lot about uh, your relationship with your wife, Trudy. Um, mm-hmm. And um, for those that don't know you or your story, uh, your wife is deaf. So you've been talking about um, having to make um adaptions throughout life and learn how to learn how to deal with communication issues and stuff like that mate the best way i can describe it is yeah adapting has been a challenge and throughout our whole relationship our communication has been a roller coaster it 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 really has and when i first met my wife, you know, I, I was well aware that she was deaf because um, I've known her for quite some time. And we met at a, at a uh, at her auntie's 50th birthday party, like officially met. And I got pretty drunk that night. And yeah, I don't remember too much else, but apart from, you know, um, connecting with Trudy. And mm-hmm. uh, that's all I can remember from that night. So it must have been a bit of a sign. Plus, she was pretty, pretty looking pretty fine as well so so but like when we first met I, I can remember one of our first dates you know the conversation and the communication was was quite challenging because uh starting to it's just like if you meet somebody from a different country that has an accent you know they pronounce words differently and it's it's yep. exactly the same mate it's you know, like if you met my wife the first time, you you might you may have a bit of trouble understanding her because, you know, she, well, she you know, she can't hear her own voice, um, can to a certain extent, but I'll never know how much she'll be able to hear. But yeah, uh, yeah no, it was it was pretty challenging to understand some of the words and, you know, just that, com- like getting that conversation going. It's um, 
yeah, it was really it was a real challenge, night, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's where, I mean, if, if you're lucky and you've, you've sort of looked into it and you've learned Auslan before, I mean, that sort of bridges that gap for you. But I mean, was that, it was almost like an instant thing in you where you were like, oh, I'm going to have to learn in order to, to, to get through, through this or, or, or what's the go there? No, it wasn't mate. It wasn't like Trudy. Uh, the best way I can describe it is Auslan has an Auslan sign language hasn't been recognised as a it has now, but I think 1989 it was only recognised as a as a language in its own right. Mm-hmm. So before it was like English sign language, and English sign language is is every sign what we're talking now. But the difference now Auslan is we 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 cut out those to the and but if you know all that sort of stuff just yep. to and mate if, if you if if you do come across anybody deaf and you you do see some of their maybe like uh fo- posts on facebook you can't understand it mate you, you, it just doesn't make sense but you know to them it does so it's it's just a um uh a different version just all, mm-hmm. all mixed up and it's it's like a ve- very visual language obviously visual but yeah like just trying to tell a story trudy first taught me english sign language and because that, that english is her is her first language and then like with her job she when i first met her she was working in childcare, and she was a very 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 good at reading lips yep and you know, I just expected her to read lips for quite some time. And then she she changed jobs and, and she started working for, for Queensland Education. And her role is an Auslan language model. So she's basically a role model for the, the deaf students coming through the mainstream. And mm-hmm. she sits alongside of an educational interpreter and yep. making sure that, you know, helping the child learn as well as making sure that the interpreter is signing the right right signs and the transition from english to auslan and you know she had to make but then i also had to transition as well so you know she was coming home from work and signing all these different signs i had no no idea what they were and you know the communication basically failed and it was just it started to get easier to ask questions rather than just communicate in conversation when it's Trudy's forever learning and it's a fact that because deaf people can't pick up the slangs and the um, you know it's just those sayings that I, I was always forever uh, if there was something I said I, I'd have to break it down sometimes I'd have to break it down two or three times four times to try and get Trudy to understand the actual saying and when I was repeating my, I found that I started to repeat myself quite a lot. Getting stuck in that pattern of repeating myself, I start like the emotions started to take hold, and it, frustration, frustration started turning to anger, and mm-hmm. it was just the com the, the communication just yeah it was basically uh, what's the word I was yeah just communicating to to Trudy in such a stern way that it was always like about instructions, like, you know, instructions, um, instruction form, like do this, 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 and this. And the, just 
the questions, the questions. And I mean, like just simple yes and no questions. And when you're in that sort of a relationship, it's not fun at all because you basically lose yourself and as well as you, you, you lose a friend because you're just not communicating yeah. about real things. Yeah. Well, I mean, with, with the previous episode that, that you did with me on, on here, um, we were talking about, you know, chasing happiness and being an angry dad. So the frustrations in communications, would that have been the, probably one of the biggest reasons for, for being an angry dad back then? I think so, mate. Um, there was, well, well, there was how many times? I reckon over our, like we've been together, been married 12 years this year. We've been together about 17 years. Mm-hmm. And over those 17 years, or even 12 years of our, mar- of our marriage, I'm pretty, I think I've asked Trudy for a divorce like three or four times. And, you know, realistically, if you did that, you would act, but then we wouldn't. We would just talk about it and then we'd sweep it under the carpet and then just act as if nothing would, act as if nothing had happened. Yep. And, you know, it was really about not, not so much not acting, but not doing anything about it, sweeping under the carpet and just basically suppressing, suppressing, suppressing all that shit and yep. just keeping, keep, keep on going the way we were going. And all that, all that suppression just built up and built up until, you know, it was a, a ticking time bomb. Mm. But one of the last, like we moved, we moved from the Lockyer Valley to the, to the Sunshine Coast because essentially chasing happiness. And I, I asked Trudy for, for a, like a separation, maybe, you know, maybe we should try a six month break, but, and then I had the bright idea, well, Okay, so is our communicating, our communication is failing. And the way that I, one thing I want to stipulate is that how I, how I communicated to Trudy wasn't the problem, but I was out to try and fix it. So I, I committed and went to learn Auslan through the Queensland Deaf Services. And by that, I was working in Brisbane at the time. It was like two nights a week and they didn't have anything up here on the Sunshine Coast. And if you know where the Sunshine Coast is, come to Brisbane, it's like, like a good hour's drive. Yeah. And working in Brisbane at the time, I was leaving home at four o'clock in the morning, start work at six and, you know, finish work, do an eight, eight or nine hour shift, have a shower at work because we had pretty good facilities there. Yep. And then I'd sort of kick around for a little bit the sign language, Auslan class would start at 6.30. I'd go to class. It'd finish at 8.30 and I'd be back at back on the coast in bed probably about 10 o'clock that night. So yeah, that's I did that long for, days. Yeah, I did that for... Um, the first, first course was uh, six months. And uh, that was cert, cert two. Cert three was 12 months. And then cert four was six months. So... Over a period of three years, I did it. Yeah, did that yep. on and off for for three years, and it was just uh, it was um, the 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 pressure I put on myself to be that fluent Auslan interpreter because that that was the goal. That was the goal to become an interpreter. But me being a perfectionist, 
I raised the bar so that high on myself and I put so much pressure on myself to be be perfect. Yeah. But you know, realistically, like it takes years. Like I mean anybody can learn a language, but I think Auslan or sign language is one of the hardest, hardest languages to learn because mm. like we have we have certain words that mean different meanings mm-hmm. yep but and, and, but it's the same word right but then in auslan you'll have the same word that also has different meanings but there'll be three or four different signs for that for that one particular word but yep. it's just just in a different context different meaning so it's pretty uh i mean it's beautiful language but it's yeah it's just so hard to learn so hard to be come fluent and like i'm not that expressive at the best of days so you know facial expression so yeah there was yep. there was, there's been a lot of judgment as well and you know when we, when we were before we were married we used to go out in town and in brisbane and you know i'd be with i'd be the only hearing person there and like a group of deaf people like it, it was good it was good experience and i uh, still get together today with with deaf groups of people that's yep. but um, the communication is 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 getting a lot better I can be included a lot more because I mean yep. I can understand a lot more, but you know some of the some of the shit that they cop from from uh, just the general public is, you know, from drunk people just taking the piss out of them. That that used to get to me a fair bit. Yeah, and all the like like there was nothing I could do about it. Like you know I just felt like I was trying to I don't know fight the world. Mm. There was just nothing I could do. Nothing I could do about it. And you know those those sort of emotions they. They stuck. They stuck with me a fair bit too. Yeah, yeah. I, look, and and like with the you know drunk people being dickheads like that and all that, I can I can relate because I, I I wouldn't do it outwardly, but in my mind I'm like, look how ridiculous it looks. But mm. like you said earlier, Auslan is a very a visual uh, language. Now, um, my sister, she's also been she's learned Auslan as well. She's not deaf. Mm. But she all started back in school. She had a deaf friend who was always getting being picked on, right? Yeah. So she 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 teamed up with him, and she was his mate, and that always that touched her. So she, uh, later on in her life, she she did those land courses, and I'm not sure if she's been certified as an interpreter yet, but mm-hmm. I know that's that's the goal she's aiming for. Um, but one thing I discovered watching her while she was learning was that it is expressive. Like sign face is a real thing. And yeah. again, I think that's the what helps get the message across as well is because it is so so uh, flamboyant in a way. Uh, the really big signs and and really fast paced. It really started taking off when the floods back in 2011 were, were going through. Uh, Grantham and Lockie Valley, and that's and if if you want to want to search that sign guy, uh, Mark yeah. Cave, I think his name is. He um, he's a professional interpreter. Both of his parents are deaf, so yeah, he was uh, he was standing alongside of um, oh, I think it might have been Anna, Anna Bly, I think at the time, and um, yeah, so he, he was he was interpreting uh, on TV um, the the news and all that sort of stuff, but. Yeah, it's it's been it's been one hell hell of a journey, mate. And um, look, it's 
it's after certain decisions that I and choices that I made over the past few years, you know, like I guess hitting that brick wall or hitting rock bottom and almost losing, I guess, everything and really, really, really made me start to look internally as to what I was, what I was doing with my life, um, you know, where I was going with my relationship and it, yeah, it's, oh, oh it's been like, and, and, and my daughter, like, I, I guess at the end of the day, I probably, I don't think I was wanting to accept that she was deaf. Um, yeah. You know, because like for, for deaf people, it's pretty hard to accept themselves. I mean, uh, when, when they can accept themselves, it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And like, it took Trudy to find, really find her deaf identity. Oh, geez. How old was she? It was only a few years ago when she found a deaf identity and it's a, it's a real thing when, you know, like they, they go through so much. And I think um, there was, there was, there was a few times, not while, while we were together, but when Trudy was growing up there, I think there was a few times where she did feel quite suicidal uh, just yep. because of the, um, uh, the disability. But really at the end of the day, the only thing that they can't do is, is hear. Yeah. But, like trying to overcome some of those barriers. There was, I can remember my daughter, she was, oh, how old was she? She might've been six months old and we just need, we needed a break. So we organized uh, a night, like a weekend away. And we, I, I rang, I made sure we, we wanted to go and see, this was years ago, mate. We wanted to go and see The Hobbit in 3D. And oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We made, we, I tried to, well, at that time they had this device called the Captive View. And, you know, when, when, when you're in a cinema, not many people like having the captions come up on, the, on this big screen. Yeah. So they come up, they come up with this device that, sits in the cup holder and it's like a little um, little box and it's on a flexible flexible little um, little tube thing that you can yep. sort of put out in front of you and then the words come up on that. But the only downfall is that you're constantly focusing on the big screen as well as this little box down in front of you. Yeah. Which is, it's, it's not, 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 not really accepted by the deaf community because the hearing person created it. Anyway, um, I can remember I, I rang up and made sure – I think two or three times, two weeks before, you know, we, we were we were going uh, going up to the cinema, and just to make sure that this thing's going to be set up and we're going to be able to watch it anyway. We bought the tickets, got into the cinema, it was packed, and old mate tried to set it up for us, and um, he was trying and trying anyway. He came up to me and said, "Oh no, we, we can't do it because uh, the, the the USB or the Bluetooth or something is set up in the other cinema." I fucking lost it, man. <sighs> I really lost it, eh? And, um, you know, like, I can't, I probably, when I, when I think back, I probably made it more about me. Yeah. And there's, there's certain things that I used to do that, like, I mean, I used to tell myself, if it didn't have captions, I, I wouldn't watch it either because, I mean, I can't enjoy it with, with Trudy. Yeah. 
but I've tend to let that go a little bit now and just accept that there's going to be things that she can't do. And yeah, but, but why should I stop myself from doing it? You know? And that was, uh, yeah. that was a pretty big pill to swallow too. Yeah, no, well, I mean, I think like, the internet's been really, really good, I think, lately with, with stuff like that because it's almost everything is starting to be captioned. Because, um, you know, you're, you're watching videos in public and you don't want to have the sound on or, or whatever. You could sit there and watch a whole movie on Netflix now and, and have those captions and stuff. So I think, you know, it's becoming more inclusive. But, again... Yeah not because they're trying to be inclusive, but because people, uh, hearing people are using it more more often than not. Well, mate, I, I had a conversation with a guy the other day about this exact same thing. And I believe that if you work in construction, it should be taught. It should be taught because how many time, times that are, you in, are we in a noisy environments? But also like from a plumber's point of view, if you're working around machinery and if you're in a trench and you want a little bit more sand or whatever, you know, there's so many different signals that everybody has that they're like their own lingo. Yep. That, I mean, there should be, it should be all just one, one sign, a little bit more, a little bit more, or, well, that's, that's it. Not enough. Or, you know, like that yep. you can communicate with everybody across the board, just, you know, like in, in a noisy environment, I, I really believe that, it should be taught in basic science. Should be taught when you're doing doing your apprenticeship. If not, you know, in school, they're all they're all teaching, um, you know, Italian and um, well, my daughter learns Italian, and you know, like she started first started learning signs when she was, oh, I suppose two, I guess, two, and then, you know, going back to the communication thing, we, it was just so much easier to talk, and. Yep. We didn't really, yeah, we didn't really sort of, I guess, stop to really think about Trudy's needs. She just adapted for everybody. And in the end, she just, she just had enough, just had enough. And, and, you know, like everybody wants equality in relationships. Yeah. She wanted, she wanted equality, she wanted equality in in ours. And we had to. Uh, even though I went to went to you know learn learn Auslan, but we really had to start to make an effort to really include her. And there are times now when she still says to me, "Can you sign, please?" Which I do. And you know now I get to go to CrossFit in the morning, and she comes with me three days a week, and yep. I, I can I can interpret for her, and then as well as work out. So we, you know it's like it's a good connection, good bonding bonding exercise as well but going back to italian in schools i I really think auslan should be taught should be should be taught and yep you know if they want to learn a a european um, language or 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 a um asian language it's an extra they get to choose it yeah yeah that's right yeah well i think so that's a great idea actually and i mean i think it would be good because i mean not well having hearing impairment is is really isolating for that person because you know like you said she's having to sort of adapt to fit in with you guys and not not sort of the other way around um 
you know, and I'm a little hard of hearing myself, but luckily I can hear. I'm, I'm blessed that I can. Um, but, you know, with a bit of industrial deafness and, and having so many sets of grommets when I was a kid and that sort of thing, um, if I'm in a family setting or a group setting and there's a lot of people talking around me, I end up just zoning out and I do my own thing because it's so much work to try and keep a conversation going when there's so much other background noise drowning that out as well. Yeah, mate. And yeah, I, I totally get that. And there were certain times you know, in our relationship every, every two, three years, Trudy just have a breakdown about, yeah, about being deaf. And yep. I started to take those emotions on as my own. Mm-hmm. which I had no, they weren't my, my emotions to take on. And that really affected me as well. Um, you know, taking on all those emotions and, you know, truly being the only deaf person in, in her whole family, there's no, because usually deafness is hereditary. Yeah. There was no, she, there's, there's, there's no uh, history of it in her family. And, you know, like when, when, when they were going to uh, family gatherings, she just used to, try and get included but or always saying oh what do they say and then her mum and dad would say oh, i'll tell you later i'll tell you later and just get left out all the time and yeah and you know then i i feel that we shut ourselves off from our families because of that and because i i, I held a little bit of resent still do hold a little bit of a bit of a resent um towards her her parents a little bit for for doing that but then I was doing exactly the same thing as well mm. and making that effort to include her be, uh, within within my my family that we have at home here and it's 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 getting better it's getting a lot better and the communication is is really good now it's really good and that's um, but it's just about reminding reminding ourselves or reminding myself that when I get to have a thought come into my head is just express it in sign language and just tell her. And yep. that's, that's been, that's been pretty, um, pretty challenging at times. And then like my mum, she, she makes me, she, give, I love my mum, but she gives me the shit sometimes. But, um, yep. she, uh, like I, I tell her, so, so I tell her all the time, look, just talk normally, just talk normally. But she's there trying to, I don't know, pronounce the words properly and talk loud and just, yeah. you don't need to. I just, uh, you know, can't only tell them, tell us so many times. I just think, just do whatever you want, do whatever you want. But yeah. they, they, they communicate okay. And uh, Indy, my daughter, she, uh, she, she's going, she's going reasonably well. Um, I mean, Trudy encourages her to sign because, you know, when, when we were going through our rough, really rough patch in our relationship you know i i thought sort of thought that it'd be too much for indy to you know to take on that extra level of learning because she was struggling at school as it is as it was yep and well no don't don't put that pressure on her but i'm sort of glad that we did because the yeah she's got a she's she's got a real connection with her mother and to take those skills with her, you know, with her uh, growing up and 
hopefully, hopefully, maybe one day she might be an interpreter as well because it's yeah, it's it's good money and there's there's so many there's so many deaf people that I've met that are so smart, mate. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think I think that's an advantage for India as well, being young and learning learning sign language. I mean, kids are sponges; they pick it up so quickly. And she would have found that a hell of a lot easier to learn than you would have. Um, you know, going to school and, and trying to learn it as an adult. Definitely, mate, definitely. It's, uh, I mean, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, that's bullshit, but, oh, you know, I've, I'm proof of that. So, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so, yeah, no, look, it's definitely a lot easier for her to learn. Um, you know, there's, there's lots of signs there where, you know, I signed to her. Yeah. And, Sometimes she doesn't understand, but sometimes she does, mate. It's uh, it's it's pretty uh, mesmerising to just sign a little phrase to her, and she can, you know, she doesn't sign back, but she'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, which and it's it's really good. I mean, even if like we're in a, we're in a noisy environment ourselves, and uh, we can have our own little conversation, or um, you know, Trudy can be across the room, and uh, you know, everybody can be talking, we can have our own conversation, and you yeah, know, probably talk about. It. You know, sometimes we're talking about the people in the room, but I don't even yeah. know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it's it's funny actually you say that because my sister she she signs with her son as well. I think he's he's I think he's about Indy's age as well, yeah. uh, thereabouts. But I mean, he was he was late to actually talking okay. because as a baby, my sister would sign to him. And so instead of actually speaking, he'd come up to her, you know, I want to eat or, or, or whatever, and, and he'd sign to her. Uh, we actually had to stop and make a concerted effort of, hey, mate, use your words. Because mm. I, mm. I honestly think if, if we hadn't forced him to, to learn to speak and, and say the words, he'd be more than happy, would have been more than happy to have just signed the whole time. Yeah, right. That's, that's, that's pretty... Um... That's pretty, I guess, cool that they that they had that sort of bond, uh, bond law. That that then he, well, at the end of the day, his what his first first language could could may just well be Auslan. Yeah, yeah, because mm. that was it. He, he obviously as a baby he can't speak, but they were able to do just these small signs, and they were it was it was really good. They were able to communicate really well. So yeah. I thought it was really cool. But, yeah, it was just that frustration of, mate, use your words. Like, not everybody under, understands Auslan. You need to use your words, mate. Yeah. I've, had a, um, I've had a couple of conversations with, with guys in my position. Now, there's, there's not too many. Uh, I, I do know, I think, four, four other couples that um, I think two guys, two guys uh, have deaf partners. And one one lady has a, has a deaf partner as well. Yep. And now I'm not I, I don't know that lady too well. And there's so many different levels of deafness that you know I get asked all the time how how much Trudy how much can she hear? Well, I used to try and explain it to others, explain it to people, but the best answer I can give is that I don't know. I don't know no, how much right. she actually hear. Um, you know, like with her cochlear implant, which she got in uh, January 2013. So she, before that, she heavily relied on lip reading. 
and yep, which was which was fantastic, and and then after like since she got the cochlea, she started to really work on listening, mm-hmm. and like I don't know, the, it was like the communication just was prior to prior to the operation. Uh, it was just like the roller coaster was just at the crest, at the crest of the of the big dip, you know. Yep. And, um, and then one after she had the uh, implant, it just it just cra- our communication crashed because we had to basically start all over again. Yeah, yeah, that's of, right. Yeah, there's been a couple of times where instances where um, like that. I mean, that was that was a major major hurdle. But uh, but yeah, like there's definitely um, definitely things that we still need to work on. But that's what that that's any relationship. Yeah, that's relationships, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and I find I find a lot of uh, a lot of deaf people that you know we all feel the same on the inside. Yep. I mean, it's just I mean, I mean, there's no um, there's no there's no 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 real I mean solution out there as to you know fixing the communication. It's it's about adapting. Yeah, adapting. I mean, now, if you don't want to learn learn Auslan, well, that's fine. That's if you don't know anybody, that's that's fine. But it's just raising the awareness out there. And look, there's uh, an SBS program on Insights. Sorry, Insights on SBS. Um, I, well, I was last week or the week before about the advantages and disadvantages of having a cochlear implant. Well, you know, within within the deaf community, there's I get it. It's it's a culture. You know, yep. just just like the Aboriginal language, mate. It's um, you know, we we got to preserve that culture because, you know, back in the um, you know, late 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 seventies, early eighties, there was there was uh, deaf deaf students going through school, and to the to the extent where the teachers would tie their hands behind their backs so they couldn't sign, so they couldn't couldn't communicate. Yeah, and they were trying to uh, teach them to talk, but. They just no had no hope, mate. Couldn't. No, that's for real. Just had no hope. And then, you know, certain circumstances. I I, I spoke to this one old lady. She used to get um, get the ruler over her knuckles for sawing. It's just um, yeah, it's just pretty. Uh, yeah, the, the, I mean, the history has to be preserved, and the culture has to be, be preserved. And yeah, you know, when when people start getting cochlear implants, there's a bit of a um, controversy in the deaf community whether with a, some people don't agree with it because I mean yep. it's basically losing losing the deaf identity, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's somewhat of a betrayal. It is, mate. It is, yeah, yeah. But I think it just just raising the awareness about you know keeping the culture and and, and the history there. That's that's what they went through, and it's a, it's forever forever evolving evolving community, same as the Aboriginal community, mate. We need to preserve the language and and preserve the history. I mean, not necessarily um, bring in the emotions to it, like to, to you know, back yeah. then, but keep on, keep on revisiting to it, but just acknowledge that that's what happened. That's right. I mean, without that, without that history, you don't get to a point to where you are today. And, and I mean, today's just going to turn into part of history anyhow, and that's exactly. going to be something that takes takes us even further in the future anyhow yeah definitely definitely i've got a um i've got a a webinar coming up on the 8th of july and i've got quite a few people registered for that 
And now that's about like breaking barriers. Some of the, um, I guess I'm really going to dive deep into, get pretty vulnerable on what I've had to overcome and some of the, some, some of the emotions I've had to overcome as well. And the experiences yeah. it's, it's um, just overcoming a lot of judgment, uh, you know, from my friends and um, stuff like that. But the judgment was my shit. It was my shit at the end of the day. And, and you know, I, overcoming that and raising awareness is that with, uh, with the, that I'm, I'm trying to bring the hearing and the deaf communities together. They're all, mm-hmm. There will always be that divide. But, you know, when with a relationship like Trudy's and Trudy's and mine, it's, it is pretty unique. And, um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, presentation, actually. Are you doing that webinar with Trudy as well, or is, is it just you stand alone? It's just me stand alone, but I've also got a professional interpreter. Because look, oh, awesome. Look, yeah, I can, I can sign, but look, not, not well enough to, well, look, no, I, I rephrase that. I can sign and I can sign well enough to have a conversation with deaf people, but I want to make sure that my, my message is, is, uh, is really um, received. Yeah. Because, you know, like, like, like I said, there, there are certain signs, you know, with a, the, the same word, but, you know, three might have three different, different signs, but just depending on the context. And I, and I don't yeah, want to get yeah. that wrong. I don't want to get that wrong because, and I don't, because I, I know that the, um, the deaf community are, how can I say there, they are very precious when it comes to um, getting, you know, receiving the information correctly. And yep. I understand, I understand that. I understand that, you know, hopefully I'll be there. I'll be at that level one day, but I can sign and speak at the same time, but fuck, it's hard, mate. <laughs> signing English and then well, speaking English and then signing Auslan at the same time. It's yeah, pretty, it's, it's frigging hard. And I mean, if you really think about it as well as hearing people, just like English uh, being speaking English and, and, and writing English and all that, I mean, not using a sign in the right context is essentially like uh, not using proper grammar when you're writing a sentence or, or, or something like that. It's it, it changes that you, you miss that one apostrophe in a sentence and it changes uh, helping your Uncle Jack off a horse into helping your Uncle Jack off a horse. So <laughs> pretty much, man, pretty much. And, uh... <laughs> It's, it ends up being a completely different message, doesn't it? So yeah, mate. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I get a lot of posts from like um, comments from deaf people, and I've got to decide from mate because um, like it just doesn't make sense. Like far out. I mean, it makes sense. Make makes sense in Auslan, but yeah, far out. I, like it's it just it's um. Yeah. I mean, there's words. All I can see is words. I've got to try and decipher it. It's yeah. Yeah. I'm not 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 saying it's wrong, but yeah, it's pretty hard. Yeah. Hey, so yeah. with your okay, so your webinar coming up uh, for people that want to check that out, where can they find that, my man? Mate, it's on my Facebook page. Uh, it's in my events. Um, you know, there's a um, there's a. Oh, I'm going to repost it again uh, in the next couple of days. Yep. Just to just to build those uh, build those registrations up. 
and uh, you know it'll be recording. But uh, Reese Krensky on my Facebook page, um, Reese Krensky on Instagram, and yep. we've also got a Facebook and Instagram page of my um, with Trudy and I called Krensky Evolution because we come up with that that name because it's I believe that um, that we've changed our change the course of our of our generation yeah yeah you know the we're always evolving i think that's a great name yeah yeah so not very original but well it is for my last name but uh (laughs) it's a forever evolving thing yeah well look man i'm going to make sure that all those links are down in in the uh description of the, the podcast as well i'll see if i can actually embed a direct link to the event as well Yep. Just that way, people don't even have to go looking. It's right there. There's no excuse not to find it. So No worries. Good on you, mate. Thanks, mate. Mate, thanks for coming on the show and having a chat with me again, mate. I really appreciate it. No worries. Uh, I, I appreciate your time, mate. Cheers, mate. Thanks for listening to Not So Secret Dad's Business. If you have a topic you'd like covered or you just want to reach out to us, you can email us at notsosecretdadsbusiness at gmail.com or leave us a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash not-so-secret-dads-business. If you want to follow us on social media, you can also follow us on Instagram at not-so-secret-dads-business or on Facebook as well.